there's no fire under your feet necessarily when you're young, right? Because, right. you know, someone is usually taking care of things for you, mom, dad, you know, things of that nature. Right. And there's no urgency. Right. But again, I think that the audience that we're speaking to, they have a, a sense of, you know, restlessness, which is a nice, healthy level of restlessness. And, and some urgency in the sense that they like to get things on the road, get their show on the road. So those were the things that I would have had to um, focus on is getting, you know, off your duff, yeah. doing things, right? Yeah. And again, ignoring anything that your mind might be uh, saying or even other people around you. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Really excited about bringing an amazing uh, man uh, to our podcast, Austin Khan. Austin is the Vice President and Wealth Advisor at BMO Nesbitt Burns, uh, a financial coach. He's uh, written a book called The uh, Life of Awesome or Awesome Life Book. And you can find that awesomelifebook.com. He writes writes a blog, really, really into personal development. He's really distilled a lot of, quote unquote, information, a lot of knowledge into some real wisdom. And I know you're going to love what he has to share about, you know, really some great habits, really some great ways of seeing the world, seeing yourself, seeing others, seeing reality. And um, I I think this is an amazing, amazing interview. And uh, like I said, Please listen to the whole thing. There's some there's some really, really great wisdom in it. And uh, uh, again, you know what I'm up to is finding young, awesome cons. So, you know, young leaders, people are up to a huge, huge future and are looking for direction, are looking for an amazing environment. So please send them to me at chris at leaderspodcast.ca or any questions or comments that you have. You can also send them to our website at studentworks.com or leaderspodcast.ca slash apply, where you can share this podcast with them. Thanks so much. I hope you have an amazing day. Well, awesome. So excited to have you on the podcast with me. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Chris. It's a real pleasure. And I've been uh, thinking about what I might be saying. And you know what? I look forward to having a great conversation. Thanks. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's really uh, it's really wonderful to see how how well you've done, you know, and well, you know, obviously you did very well in our program, but well you've done, uh, you know, after our program and all the success you've had, and I'm really excited that you've found a time around your busy schedule to uh, set aside and share with our amazing audience and uh, all the leaders uh, listening here today. Thanks. All right. So. If we think back to before our program, what was it like? What were your biggest frustrations as a teenager? Okay, I'm going to give everybody a little insight into my personal life, just a a tad, okay? Sure. And that is, I grew up in a household where it was me, my brother, younger brother, and my 
and my let's call him my baby brother. I still call him my baby brother. All right. <laughs> He's got kids of his own. And my mom. Um, and unfortunately, my father passed on when I was not yet 10 years old. Okay. So our mom raised us. Yeah. And there were really some key people around me in terms of uncles and and some other mentors, right? But they were all very success-oriented and success-focused, okay? Mm-hmm. And not necessarily in the traditional sense that become a millionaire or billionaire, but, right. you know, become a good person yes. and uh, someone worthwhile, worthy of respect. And, of course, you know, shoot for the stars in terms of your career, your profession. And it was it was really a career profession-oriented kind of, set of people that I was around, not necessarily entrepreneurs. Yes. So as a teenager, I always felt, and I told my district manager that I consider myself a diamond in the rough. Right. Right. I don't even know if people use this term anymore, but a diamond in the rough simply means that you accept that, you know, inside of you, there is something great and you just need to be polished. Now I say that with humility. Okay. Yeah. I'm not someone saying, oh, I thought I was the greatest and I'm going to, you know, walk on water. Rather, I, I just knew that there's other people out there that are doing well. And that was a, it was a real deep desire of mine to do well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was, which way it would be expressed. Right. But that's why I feel that I haven't really done anything other than just been led by that desire, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. So, so was I frustrated? No, I was really someone who as a teenager was very, had an open eye to what people were doing okay. around me. And, um, so, you know, you just look at people that are, that, that had success, what are they up to or a business? What are they doing? And then just basically saying, why can't that be me? Yes. Others have done it. I could do it. Yes. And it's as simple as that. So I, I had that level of confidence in me, but as a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, you know, the, Tony Robbins says success leaves clues. You know, we, 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 we can just follow others, right. And, and see, you know, so, uh, and it's really, it's really great that your family and the environment that you God gave you the confidence to say, "Hey, yeah, they're they're doing it. I can do it too." And certainly, that's 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 who we uh, are looking for. Those ultimately, to be a successful leader, we need to believe we can lead. We need to believe we can create and make a difference, right? Or or we won't put the action steps in to do it. Yeah, I I think, and I got to believe that the young gentlemen and and ladies that you are attracting or are are attracted to this opportunity they're of a certain kind of person yes and um we might get into that later on but my my beliefs on on personalities okay that yeah that we have certain inborn qualities but again they need to be brought forth and they need to be developed and like you just said if you have even a wee bit of belief in yourself, you can build on it. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think all humans do have it, but you're really fortunate um, if you're sitting in front of an opportunity like this 
to be able to, you know, consider what the future could be for you. And, yeah. uh, and I'll just tell you right now, before you ask the question, yes, me being a manager for student painting, student works, AAA student painters back in the day, guys, that's what we were called. Okay. <laughs> we were. That was one of the biggest breakthroughs in terms of personal belief. Because once I did that, everything else I felt afterwards was, hey, I could do that. Yeah. And there's something about that. Like, um, you know, first of all, you know, obviously someone to come here, they need to have a, a belief in themselves. And then one of the things they get here is they get somebody who totally believes in them. And that's just what our district managers do. They just see the highest, highest part of somebody and they just believe and they believe and they're fans of them and they support them because that's what really great leaders do with their people, you know, and because we all have this squawking in our head about, oh, maybe you're not worth it. Oh, gee, you dummy, you made that mistake. There's that squawking. And, and the, 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 what successful people do is they, they diminish that squawking and understand it's just, it's just part of us that all of us have. And they really focus on, like, like what you said, that belief that here, let's go be a contribution. Let's go move forward. But what key takeaways do you still rely on from the program um, uh, today? Well, okay. Let's just say that once you finish the entire marathon, okay, of running the business for four months, right. you're going to feel that level of confidence that you perhaps never felt before, okay? Because right. where else in your young life are you going to get that opportunity to have run a business end to end, where right. it's it's a business where it's it's human to human facing. It's not just an online, oh, you got lucky and now you're selling, you know, things through uh, whatever, you know, online platforms out there. Yeah. Which is great. If that opportunity was in front of us, you know, back in those days, we would have tried to, you know, make use of that as well. But right. this is real, I believe, in the trenches, proper training, because you get a chance to speak to adults and convince them that they should hire you to take care of what is arguably one of their most valuable assets, their financial asset being the house. Yes. And to be around their personal property and, and to take care of things. So, and then, you know what, no one hands you a dollar without thinking it over twice. So you have to then win their business and their trust. Yeah. And you don't get paid advanced money. You're going to be paid. Well, at least back in the day, we got paid at the end of the job. So there you go. I would say these are some of the things that I focused on. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. And so when we think about, um, you know, steps post student works, I know you're a Western grad, um, you know, what did you do, you know, coming out of school, you know, you had, the, you had this experience, what were sort of steps in terms of finding a successful career path? Okay. Again, you know what, that happens to be something that was, it's a, it's a bit of an interesting story, but let's just say I fell into it, okay? Okay. But what's really cool is I work today as an investment advisor with BMO Nesbitt Burns. Right. Okay? And I've been with, I've been working as an investment advisor from the tender age of 24. Right. So I graduated from university at the age of 22. I had a wee bit of a, a retail job for six months, traveled for about a year. And came back and 
knew that I was going to get into this financial planning industry because I basically had taken some guy's card when I was at the CNE. Right. Who was prospecting. Okay. Okay. Got in touch with him and he said, you know what? You could talk to a manager of mine. Right. Spoke to the manager. They wanted to hire me. Right. And guess what? I obviously cited, hey, I've got this experience, you know, where I ran a business for four months. Right. I generated back in the day, I generated $65,000 of gross. Yeah. I remember my facts at $27,000 worth of wages I paid out and I pocketed 16 grand for myself. Well done. So that was back 30 years ago. Now let's inflation adjusted. Yes. Check that up. And that basically just doubled the figures. Absolutely. You betcha. $4,000 a month was real adult income back then. Yes. And it was kind of like above average as well. For sure it was. So, I mean, just imagine to yourself, you're, you know, at that age and you make that kind of money and you say, holy moly, this is an achievement, like big time achievement. We had three crews running. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was, it was, it was, it was a, a great experience. And it just made me feel that I could do what I want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so in many ways, as a, as a wealth advisor, you're really running your own business, you know, just because you're developing your own book of business, you're developing those clients. So, so what had you feeling like running a business was the right thing for you? What were the signs? You know what? I always, always thought to myself, I want to make a very, very good living. Okay. Income, living, et cetera. And being an investment advisor is one such career right. where you can do that if you're successful. Of course. There is a, it's a very tough business to get up and running. Mm-hmm. And um, within the first five years, there aren't too many people that are still in the business. So that, again, was something that I would say is something that you know, I'm really happy and proud of. But I'll have to also let you know that Back in the day, my brother also worked with me at Student Painters. Right. And he works with me today. Right. We've been working together as a, as, as a brother team since 1994. And so it just so happens we're two brothers with the same mindset. Right. But different skill sets. Right. And, you know, complementing personalities. So, Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a, that's a huge opportunity. So can I speak about that? Like what, what sort of complementary, what sort of different skill sets does he have versus you? Awesome. Okay. One of the things that I really enjoy about our business is the human to human, you know, interaction and let's call it, you know, how do you win someone's confidence? Now we're talking about their life savings. Yes. Right. To invest their life savings with you. And not only a wee bit of their life savings, the clients that we attract will usually 99% of the time say, here, you take care of all of it. Wow. Take care of all of our investments. Our So that's your investment plan, your retirement plan. We've got clients that stayed with us from day one. So they went from their working years now into their retirement years. And we do the, their other aspects of their financial life as well. So I enjoy that aspect and, and also the marketing aspect. 
Okay. Okay. And the things that we might end up, you know, doing with promoting our, our presence on, on our website or the communications that we do. And I like to write, right. My brother is very analytical, right. But we both have very good person to like people skills, right. But we run things according to a system. Okay. And the system is again, let's, let's echo back to uh, what we learned from student painters. Their student works is that all you need to do is success is something much like a recipe. Yes. Find a successful individual. What is their recipe and start doing it. Yeah. And even in our own business, we have adopted mentors that helped us to focus on our abilities. Yes. Okay. And you probably know, and as soon as I say that word that we're talking about, uh, a, a very, very good coach, Dan Sullivan. Yes. Okay. Who talks about your unique abilities. And I, I focus on my unique abilities. I delegate the rest and, you know, systems are important. So anyone considering this or anyone who's been through it would, would have to agree, you know, it makes it a lot easier. And I can only imagine over the, the time frame how much more you guys have refined things or adapted. It's got to be mind blowing. I, I would imagine it like we had a pager back then. We had, I, had, I had to run around with quarters and, and go to a payphone. We had the pager. Yeah, no, now we have a complete CRM that's that's just available there for your phone. And, and we've got so many uh, learning modules and videos and audios and, and, and scripts and just, just next, 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 next yeah. level from, and of course it has to be because otherwise your business wouldn't be thriving. And it's just like, who's BMO now versus who was bank of Montreal 30 years ago. It's a completely different, different being as well. Just, yeah. we all have to be keeping on moving. And so, so just to sort of step back for, for Austin, you know, number one, the unique abilities. I, I, I've talked about that before, but, but uh, you know, Strategic Coach, highly recommend looking at strategiccoach.com. And Dan Sullivan is literally the best uh, entrepreneurial coach in the world. He's out of Toronto and Chicago, but, but Toronto's his prime home. And uh, he is just fantastic. And talking about doing the things that you're best at, and that you love to do is a way that you're, you're, you'll always want to continue to deliver more value. You'll always continue to want to grow because you're just in that space. And so, so it's like, you know, happy to go to work because we're doing work that we love. And then also, again, you know, really, really creating systems that work, always improving them, always making, making strides. And then the third thing was just finding the real key mentors. And I know for you, just, just through, I guess, LinkedIn and, and being connected with me, I know you were before our, our, the podcast, you were talking about one of our real key record breakers uh, in Amir. And you were really impressed with what, he, what he'd done because of the results that he'd created. Well, you know what? Let's talk about my belief that, hey, follow the leaders, okay? Yes. So anyone here, again, shout out. I've never met Amir. Yeah. And so that, you know, it's, we're referring to Amr Abu Chakra. Okay. Yes. So I just noticed on, on the um, website, here's this kid that was first year that did some crazy, crazy production. Yeah. And when I listened to what he said 
I felt like, you know what? Hey, I agree with everything he's saying there. Like what he just mentioned, all the benefits and what he learned are exactly the things that unfolded for me. And again, it just comes back to, you know, benefiting from someone who's doing it and not worrying about the mental chatter. Okay. That yes. voice within, we can talk about that too, because I've got strong opinions on this. Okay. Yeah. But that, you know, it, we all have it, right? A little bit of mental chatter that might make you wonder, can I do it? Yeah. Hey, yes, you can. You're watching this video. Yes. You're one of the people that can do it. There, there's no way you would have found yourself to this video if you weren't a success-oriented person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so if anyone wants to go back, Leaders of Tomorrow podcast, 113, Amr Abu Shakra talking about uh, the six rules of success that helped him do a $500,000 business while in full-time school. So in his second year with the business. So, so really, really crazy. So one of the things we love to talk about is success. And we also love to talk about failure and mistakes or, or how, how we see those things. So, so what about biggest failures or mistakes so, uh, so far? Okay. Well, I knew that this question was going to come up. So I started thinking about it. And honestly, Again, in I'm I'm gonna be as humble as I can, right? I don't think that way. Okay. You know, I just don't. Mm -hmm. Everything that doesn't work out is nothing but just an indication of how you should probably try a different way. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I, I never understood this fear of failure. It doesn't yeah. register in my mind. Like why? Because you're just gonna try something. If it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. Like don't yeah. get upset about it. Okay. Yes. Yes. But learn from it. Yes. Right? Learn from it. And yes, there are things that I can say have always happened along the way. I'm a human. So are you, everyone else listening. Nothing goes smoothly necessarily, yeah. but just no. learn from it. So I don't feel that um, I've got some momentous mistake or failure that I would look back on. Right. Except to say that everything in life is a teaching experience right yeah. if you if you keep your antenna up yeah your radar on i love that i love that and and again it it's it's this definition of failure or setback you know really is that an accurate description no it's just it's just a result and then let's if if it wasn't the result we want, like I I always talk about we can earn or we can learn you know so so when there's a learning moment and those are some of the best moments, meaning um, I find so often, Austin, that the, the super powerful people come into our organization have been successful, successful, successful in all sorts of things. And so all of a sudden they bump into, you know, again, lack of success, setbacks, and that teaches them. And it's way more important than actual more success because it's like, oh, no, that won't work. That type of behavior or that type of thinking or that type of being won't work for me. So I've got to really reconsider it. And that's what really is great, again, about being out in the marketplace, right? Right where the, you know, the rubber hits the road, you know, you're really in touch with what is going to, you know, again, serve clients, what's going to, what's going to really build your business. Yeah, for sure. And if I may, I'm just going to add in, Please. you know what, you can use this word, this idea that you made a mistake so you kind of fall down right yes well how about falling up right right okay, crazy. <laughs> you, fall, you sure physically you fell down right but just change that around i'm falling upwards 
Awesome. Love it. Love it. Yeah, That's great. Absolutely. That's great. And I know, I know that you've, uh, over the years, you've become a real thought leader. You've written a book. You have a blog. So why don't you why don't you tell our our, our amazing leaders listening about about that experience and 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 what you and your brother are up to there? Okay, well, that happens to be a joint venture with another friend of mine. Oh, okay. His name is Shazad. Okay. So Shazad Ahmed and I wrote a book by the title of "Awesome," as in totally awesome. Love it. Okay. So basically we've written on 12 individual subjects in one book that are all related to personal development, whether it's yeah. how to be a confident public speaker, how to kick the worry habit, how to achieve your goals, how to attain good health, never ending learning. Okay. Just to be, just to speak to a few, yeah. here's a fancy word out there. If you don't know it, look it up. Equanimity. Equanimity, okay. yes. So we wrote this and that was published, self-published in 2015. It's a very humble project of ours. There's great reviews on Amazon. And then we have a blog at awesomelifebook.com. And anyone who should like to give us an email, once a week we'll send you something from uh, from us and it'll be five awesome things. And it'll be usually a blog article we wrote a great YouTube video on the subject of personal development that we saw from other leaders out there. And we'll talk about certain habits, right? And we'll always include a quote, right? So there's five awesome things that we always send every week. And generally it helps me to clarify my thinking. That's really what it's yeah. all about. Okay. When I yeah. do the writing and when Shazad does the writing. And uh, so, yeah, we, we love to hear back from people that are, you know, joining our little community. Fantastic. It's just a it's side project. Oh, of course. You know, it's 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 at awesomelifebook.com, right? In many ways, it's it's like this podcast. You know, I just love, you know, the best opportunity for me to go back and reach out and to with our amazing alumni uh <laughs> to reconnect. And it's like, oh, fantastic, you know, and where life gets too busy or quote unquote too busy. Well, no, you know, it's just like, let's set, set that time up. Let's go do that. And then it reconnects you to the work, right? It reconnects you to the thinking. And, and one of the things that's interesting, you know, the, the whole uh, personal development movement really isn't that old. Like it was a real new thing when you were in school in the eighties and, 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 you know, and like, like I was or early nineties. I'm a little bit older than than you and 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 now it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's more and more resources. So how do you look at personal development in terms of your life? I think it for me it's been really really important. So I read one of the first books that I read is a book that a lot of people may never have come across and that was How to Sell Yourself to Others. Right? How to Sell Yourself to Others and the book is written by this long forgotten public speaker, motivational speaker, Elmer Wheeler. Okay. W-H-E-E-L-E-R. And he coined the phrase, don't sell the steak, sell the sizzle. Ah, okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure as far as I know yeah. Uh, yeah. that it was him. Okay. And of course, many listeners are probably uh, very aware of a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon yeah. Hill, Yeah. which I have read a few times. And one of the books that I transcribed notes from 
was Anthony Robbins, and it was Awaken the Giant. With them. yes, great book. So I have that one in 1994 with all my notes, and I refer back to that now and then. And you know what? So as far as personal development, I think it is important. Like and reading that stuff. Or nowadays you can YouTube a video, etc. Listen to yep. a podcast. Yes. But you need to fill your mind with great thoughts and great thinking. Because the way we are is we can get off track fast. So it's it's good to get reminded. Yeah. Every now and then. And more more often than not. Well, we can, and and like you said, that negative chatter that can, that runs through everybody's head, because we can't, you, you literally can't control all the thoughts that you have. We control many of them, right? But can't control all of them. But by being proactive in bringing great ideas to your life, right? Listening to great podcasts, listening to good books on Audible, getting onto YouTube, listening to to, to good thoughts, uh, reading good thoughts. Well, then obviously we're controlling that that funnel that happens and we're filling it up with good stuff. So we're way more likely to feel better. We're way may, may, more, more likely to feel more positive and to move our business, sorry, our lives forward in the direction that we want. Absolutely. Chris, I'm going to tell you something that I wanted to say today. I was thinking sure. I might say, and here's, here's what I, this is the, the culmination of maybe seven months of my recent research in an area of, you know, why is it that we have that voice in our head? Sure. And what it really means. Now, from the time you wake up to the time you sleep, that voice is constantly running. You know it and I know it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What's very interesting is to realize that that is not to be focused on as giving you your identity. Don't identify too much with that voice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because number one, this is a non-scientific, uh, you know, way of looking at it. But from personal experience, we'll maybe agree that at least half of the stuff that you think up during the day, it's just random. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. You see a car, it's a Volkswagen, it's brown, it reminds you of something else. The next thing you know, you're thinking of this, you're thinking of that, and, and you wind up with your thoughts. And with yes. a second sometimes... The other few thoughts that we have, if they're not random, they're silly or they're negative. Right. Okay. So you would really be better off understanding this, number one, and pushing all that stuff off and knowing that maybe, I don't know, 10, 20% are thoughts that you have that are very lucid. Yes. Okay. Now, when you start thinking about who you are as an individual, someone who loves you named you Chris but you are not your name. You are not right. even, you know, your, your title or yeah, your role job. in life, yeah. right? The real true essence of who you are as an individual, can't, here's just something to consider, guys, gals. You are the person that hears the voice. Right, yes. Okay? And if you're hearing that voice with a little bit of regard to what's going on, you can actually start to influence how you experience life. Right. Okay. And you know what? This whole thought process comes from some of the philosophers of yesterday. Yes. Going all the way back a thousand years, 2000 years, 3000 years, 4000 years. 
but it's very important to understand you are the one that hears the voice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and let's add one more quick insight. I think there's three things that all the leaders need to focus on or should focus on in addition to whatever else good stuff that they know. Okay. I'm not saying right. this is the key to life, but it's, I think it's really not. important. Number one, understand yourself. Okay. So self-knowledge. And when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you, it, it's a great time of life. And you're wondering too, what does my future hold? Right. Yeah. All the experiences yeah. you, you got quite a bit of experience, even at that age, for sure, but you don't know what the future holds and you're wondering you know who you are. So spend time, figure that out. How do I understand myself? Self-discovery, self-knowledge. Number one. Number two, yeah. how to understand others. Right. Other people that you're going to intersect with, which means other humans. Yes. And then number three, understanding reality. Mm -hmm. Because as an individual, you're only going to bump into two things that are going to upset you. Other people or things that are not going your way. People right. that are not behaving the way they need to so that you can be happy. <laughs> exactly. Or situations not going as smoothly as you need them to. Right. Which is absolutely the sign of like someone, if you were listening to this, to say, well, how could you ever expect that? That's, that's lunacy. And it is. But it's what we expect, isn't it? It, it right? is. But that's the human yes. position. We all that's expect right. people to, you know, be the way we need them to be and things to go. The so if you understand yourself, you understand others and you start understanding reality, my friends, you're going to have a life that is going smoothly. You should be able to achieve things and you're going to be a well-adjusted human being. Right. Well, no, that's, those, those are really, really powerful concepts. And I, I would recommend to re, uh, rewind uh, the recording and listen to that again, because, because again, if, if we can do those three things or when we do those three things, our life, life works in harmony, right? And we can, we can pause between stimulus and response and we can be aware that, you know, I am not my thoughts and I'm the listener of my thoughts. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, it gets into, you know, a, a meditation practice and, an, a, and a, a mindfulness practice and being aware of, of, of that. We're just, yeah. we can only live one moment anyhow. And it's this moment. Yeah. And there's another little quote that I'm going to let you know about, which we came up with life. Right. Okay. What is life all about? Right. Right. Well, let's, let's think about this real quick. You go to a restaurant, with a bunch of friends back in the day, right? And hopefully right. very soon we'll be doing that again. We're looking forward to that. Everyone's studying the menu and spending a few minutes to say, you know what, I'd like to order this food or this, yeah. this dish. And then a few, you know, whatever, 20 minutes later, the chef has prepared your food, the food's at the table and everyone's chit-chatting before the food comes or chit-chatting during the whole meal. And then the meal's over, I don't know, within 30 minutes. And you realize that, hey, I didn't really taste the food. Ah. Okay. And that's kind of a metaphor of life. We're running through it. We're rushing through it and we haven't really tasted it. So coming back to a way of thinking is let's use this acronym for life. Like you were saying, we can only really live the moment that's in front of us, but life right. should can or ought to stand for live in full experience. Love it. Love it. Okay. That's a great way to, that's great to do it. Jazad and I came up with that. All right. <laughs> live in full experience. I yeah. love it. I love it. So, so I know I would be really, really, um, unaware, not living in the moment to have an expert like you, uh, you know, uh, in financial 
you know, awareness and coaching and having, having coached so many people to successful financial, make successful financial decisions. We've got all sorts of young leaders listening. So what key financial focuses would you suggest for, you know, the, the 20 year old, uh, you know, typical avatar that's listening to our uh, podcast? Okay. Excellent. And thanks for that. uh, Great question. I'd say that anyone who now is at age 18, if they don't start putting some money away now, within 10 years after being age 18, the amount of money you could have let that grow to, mm-hmm. it's a huge lost opportunity. Yeah. Okay. And to talk about a financial savings account that uh, people at age 18 can definitely take advantage of, it would be the tax-free savings account. Right. And what that allows you to do is put money in every year, starting from age 18. Presently, the number is $6,000 is your limit. And invest it in what we would call equities, or in other words, companies that have the ability to grow. Right. Companies that also probably pay dividends. And study a little bit about this and let compounding be your friend. You will be amazed and just go online and get an investment calculator and, and say, look, if I were to put in a thousand bucks, $5,000 now and keep adding to it $200 a month, $500 a month, and don't forget to keep increasing that as your income starts to grow, what would that work out to be at age 60? I know it sounds like a long time from now, but when you're 60, you want to have multiple you know, um, sources of, of where you can draw money to live. And that can grow to be huge because it's tax-free compounding. Compounding is amazing, but when it's tax-free, and it's tax-free in every sense, it grows tax-free, you draw it out tax-free, it's like a huge gift of the government of Canada. So that would be something. So So long story short, invest. Some of the money that you're making, you have to invest it. Okay, pay yourself first, as our industry uh, always has suggested. Absolutely. And maybe read the book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Great book. Yes. Yes. A great book. Yeah. And, and, and there is a, I think there's just an, so much greater awareness to financial freedom and seeing, seeing the opportunities in front of us. And, and, and we have to be, uh, I believe really assertive and focused on our own financial freedom, because again, I think, I think the government's going to have a really, really hard time, you know, looking forward, coming out of this, this, uh, pandemic, you know, higher debt levels than ever before across all first world, all, all nations. And so, so that, that to me means that we've got to, as individuals, you know, make plans, you know, put money away, have it grow over a long period of time. And it, there's just so much, uh, increased quality of life when you've got those reserves, those financial reserves, yeah. you know, and you know what, I think that these, the stats are, have been the same for the last 50 years or, or, or 100 years, but for every person that reaches age 65, the vast majority are not financially independent. Yes. Okay? But in terms of my own clients, they, they weren't multimillionaires per se. They were just average individuals, business owners, professionals, and career-oriented people, but they had a savings habit. They lived beneath their means. Yeah. And that is what created their compounding growth over time. And it's just having 
you know, the right mindset about everything that you do in life. So you're going to have, you know, goals and a mindset towards your finances, towards your health, towards your relationship, towards your business principles, right? Find Mm -hmm. out who's out there doing something that you want to do and they're doing it at the highest level. Follow their recipe. I think that's about it. Even though we've come to this great information age, human nature is the same. Everything will is always going to repeat itself. You know, yeah. the, the basics, go back to the basics. The basics are always going to be, they'll serve you well. Yeah. 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 Save, save, save your money, you know, live beneath your means, compound uh, interest, you know, tax-free, do anything you can tax-free. All these basics are there. Wisdom. You know, not not more and more information. So, so really, really, thank you so much for 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 that. I think that's just so wise. And and so, if you think back, you know, as a university student, you know, turning into a business owner, value creator, what did you need to change about yourself? I think that's where I would say trying to overcome your general inertia. Okay, mm-hmm. and there's no fire under your feet necessarily when you're young. Right. Because, right. you know, someone is usually taking care of things for you, mom, dad, you know, things of that nature. Right. And there's no urgency. Right. But again, I think that the audience that we're speaking to, they have a, a sense of, you know, restlessness, which is a nice, healthy level of restlessness and, and some urgency in the sense that they like to get things on the road, get their show on the road. So those were the things that I would have had to um, focus on is getting, you know, off your duff, doing things, right? And again, ignoring anything that your mind might be uh, saying or even other people around you, okay? Yes. And uh, because when I made that decision, it wasn't as though, I mean, the decision to join, you know, student painters, it was based on, you know what, this makes sense for me. I'm going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't have any friends. I, I tried to coax one or two people to come with me to the information session and they weren't interested. But I said, right. I was like, what's wrong with you? This is, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, I'd like to also give a shout out to my district manager, Yorit Witt. Yeah. Okay. Yes. A very fine gentleman and very nice guy. And he, like you said earlier today, he helped instill confidence too. He said, awesome, you can do this. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we still are friends today. Exactly. No. Yorit is a great, great man. So, so if if um, someone wanted to do what you do, what key habits would they want to steal from you? Okay, um, let's keep it to a theme. Okay, self belief. Okay, confidence, whatever you want to call it, which is which comes to you from experiences. Okay, also understanding that you want to be successful simply by identifying someone who's doing what it is that you want to do. Right. There's really no need to uh, reinvent the wheel. Now, if you are reinventing the wheel, that's great. That's called inspiration. But no one really reinvents the wheel completely. We're still building off of a base of something that's working, I believe. Absolutely. And also, just to take life in stride in terms of your ups and downs, no matter what it is that's going on in life, things will straighten out. Right. You know, you have to believe that. Um, so that's why, you know, no, no matter what kind of, you know, tough thing or tragedy happens and, and it's probably, you can say it's baked in the cake 
in terms of life. Life cannot go 100% smooth. You just need to think to yourself, okay, I'm just going to persevere, be resilient, and I'll be okay. So I think those are are the things that have worked for me. And, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning, as cliche as it sounds, be grateful. You've been given the opportunity to live that day. And, you know, you could just thank God for everything, all the little blessings and the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. If you start to try and count them, um, you know, it'll take you a long time, but at least count two or three in the morning and then get out of your bed. Absolutely. That's a great practice and something I, I do as well. So, and one thing I love is, is I think it really is baked in, you know, uh, there is like, you know, I look at my life and I'm just so blessed, right. You know, wonderful family, wonderful business. I love what I do. I've got an incredible partner and it's not always so rosy, right? Like there's, you know, there's just, there's, there's, there's really great days. There's bad days. There's things where you feel like totally at risk and totally, totally problematic. And it's, and it, there's just a, an up and down nature to life. There's, there's no one I know. And I know lots and lots of successful people who don't experience the same thing. We are human. So, so understanding when things are really down, they're not, they're, they're not going to be down forever. Understanding when things are up, oh, we're going to go down. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just what's going to happen. And it's okay. And it's, and it's, uh, you know, just, just accepting where we are is a really, really great, uh, great strategy for sure. So final question, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what comes to mind? A leader of tomorrow, again, is going to have to be, in my thought and opinion, is someone who has a good measure of self-belief and self-confidence. Okay. Sorry to sound like a broken record here, but I really think that that is a key, key thing, which will come from experience. Mm -hmm. And if we want to tie back in what I said, like, I think I can't tell you how many books and hours I've spent just to come to that distillation of those three, three things. You got to understand yourself. You got to understand others. Okay. And it'll take a lifetime of doing so. And -hmm. you got to understand reality. Mm -hmm. Back to your point, even when you're running your business in that four months, reality will be unfolding every single day. Some people are going to shut the door on you. Some people are going to open the door on for you. You're going to have, you're going to have paint spill on someone's car, but you know, it could happen, right? You have to deal with it. Right. That kind of thing could, could be the case, but there you go. All right. I I, I just have a feeling that uh, I want to keep it to a theme. Yeah, I think there really is a distillation there, you know, and, 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 you know, understanding and, and I'm on the track of wanting to learn and grow. I am not stopping. Okay. I'm, I'm committed. And, and so that, so that, you know, for me, I, I was, I was describing someone yesterday at a meeting with one of our, our senior leaders and we were talking and I, I've kind of seen life kind of like a, you know, hills, you know, that you go up and then you go up more and then you go up more. And then it's like, oh, wow, there's a whole other you know, mountain to climb. There's a whole other group of hills to climb. And, and as I see there, there's another level. And, you know, certainly, you know, when I was 20, well, I think I always had a sense of, oh, there's lots to learn. And, and, and there just is. And as I go further and further along, there is lots to learn. Again, uncovering about myself, understanding others. And like you said, understanding the world. So I really love that theme. And, and it's really great for, for our, for our leaders to, to really get that awesome. Okay. So you've talked about leaders of the future. Now let's just pause for a second. I've got two quick things to share about the future. Okay. Another thing about young leaders today is that the world is changing so rapidly, correct? Yes, absolutely. 
when we were coming up in the 80s and 90s, life was moving slowly. Okay. Compared compared to now, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Right? Yes. We can't really predict from now to 10 years from now what life will look like. It's there's a lot changing right now. Okay. I think what we could predict is there's going to be faster and faster change. Absolutely. That's what I that's but based on what I've seen in the 50 plus years I've been around. Yes. Right. So this is where I think that that, that a, a good leader of tomorrow has got to have their ear to the ground and their eye one eye on the road, one eye down the road. What is going on? Right. What changes are out there. And where do you want to position yourself so that you can have a great future? Get your fair share of the pie of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the second way I want to speak to the future is I think great leaders need to have goals. Right. Yes. Because the, the magic of having a goal is that it draws you towards something. You just said that, you know, you've seen life being a, a series of moving up and down, not up and down, but generally towards something and up a hill. Yes. Yes. And again, if you have a goal and you, and you see a bigger future, that just creates an excitement and purpose. It does. It really, really does. And you know what? In my life, I've achieved so many different milestones that if it wasn't for setting some new ones, I could see, you know, complacency setting in. Yes, for sure. Or, or you just feel a little bit without direction. But yeah. I think everyone, if they start to think about it and think with paper, guys, pen yes. and paper, old-fashioned pen and paper, just you in the room all by yourself, lock yourself up for two hours and just write some thoughts down on a piece of paper and just ask yourself five years from today, where do I want to be? And, and then work it backwards, re, you know, reverse engineer it over the three years, two years, and right down to your weekly habits. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. Have a great future. I wish everyone to have a wonderful future. You can do it. And one of the stepping stones is going to be if you get accepted into the program. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Austin. And uh, I'm I'm so pleased to, to finally get you on. Um, and uh, Continued success and uh, keep on ripping it for your clients and uh, and making all the amazing things happen in your life. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks, and you know what? I hope that I was helpful in any small way. Um, but it was great opportunity. Very nice for me to to explain what happened with me. Nice opportunity for me too. Thanks. Fantastic. Okay. Hey, you have an awesome day. Talk all to right. you soon. Bye bye. Bye now. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.